0: Today we’re going to be talking about single all the Way that you can catch streaming now on Netflix. Desperate to avoid his family’s judgment about his perpetual single status, Peter convinces his best friend Nick to join him for the holidays and pretend that they’re now in a relationship. But when Peter’s mom sets him up on a blind date with her handsome trainer James, the plan goes awry. Cindy, what did you think of Single all the? Way? Way.
1: Christmas is a big deal for my family, and every year I'm this problem they all have to solve because I'm always the single one. You should come home with me. We can pretend we fell in love after all these years. <laughs> it will be so easy. My family already asked why we're not just together. All right. <gasps> Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Oh, single all the way. What can I say about this movie? First, I'm going to start off with the good stuff, okay, Steve. So a holiday, what do I like in a holiday movie? And, and, and then also then kind of what do I like in a holiday rom-com, right? And this is something we've talked about before, which is I love it when a holiday movie has all the feelings of Christmas throughout, all, everyone, all, everyone's apparel is, is um, um, whether they're like in holiday sweaters or like layers or something that kind of represents the winter season. They got that check. Do they have holiday decor in every scene? Yep, check. Snow everywhere? Yep, check. Holiday music? Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially coming through with uh, Britney Spears' homage. Love that. Mm. Um, Did they visit the the downtown in their small town? Check, check, right? All of those great things. Now, what I feel like might be lacking is just, did it, it almost felt like the movie was kind of forcing itself. Yeah. To come through with um, um like almost as if they were trying to kind of hurry up and, and make a wrong rom-com mm. based in Christmas time frame, uh, but not necessarily with too much substance. And you know, I don't necessarily ask for much. I mean, I'm I'm all for lighthearted, uh, not necessarily, you know, looking for any kind of new concepts, but part of it felt a little bit forced. So I'm going to kind of leave it there and we can talk through a lot of other more details, but what were your thoughts?
0: No, I think I felt the same way. I felt like the acting made up for a, what i found to be a decently mediocre script because I love the actors and actresses in it. Mm -hmm. I don't know his name, Michael Urie, but Peter, Mm -hmm. the guy who plays the lead Carol, Mm -hmm. who's his mom. I love Jennifer Coolidge who does not love her. And then, Jen Robertson who you know I love Schitt's Creek and so she she was in there too and I was like I know her from somewhere oh yeah Schitt's Creek and so I felt like the acting beat up for and Nick was great too and I I was just like this script is a little bit like uh, it was tougher for me to get through but it had a decent one-liners but overall you know I think the Rotten Tomato score which I would ask you about is pretty correct (laughs) <laughs> in terms oh, of, no. Yeah. So maybe that's a spoiler alert. But Cindy, what do you think the audience gave zero to 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes?
1: OK, I'm going to guess. I, I feel like the audience might have given it a 50. OK. And, and I think the critic's score is probably a 30. How
0: dare you? I don't believe that. So, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're getting tougher. But it's 73. For the audience and 60 for the critics so the audience you know decent, oh. decently score i love the representation too right i think oh it's important God. to have these lgbtq plus type of movies but at the same time yeah. i feel like they could have been de- better with the script because it's like okay we know you're gonna get a get together peter and nick when is it gonna right. happen how are they gonna make it so that you know right. it's believable and that the one thing i wanted to point out too was like the whole time i was like you know, the family caught it. So I'm glad they mentioned it. The dad dad mentioned it, that his nieces Mm -hmm. mentioned it too. But then it was like, they were, there wasn't any like little like hints here and there. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. in the beginning of the movie or when they're traveling, there weren't any like little hints of love. It just felt like a friendship to me. And then they denied it when they confronted Nick about it.
1: That's interesting. I actually didn't mind that. um, I actually felt like there were a lot of hints. And in fact, a lot of the hints were from the characters themselves. Like even in the very beginning, Nick was saying to, um, I'm sorry, Peter was saying to Nick and trying to persuade him to come home Mm -hmm. um, that he should, that Nick should go with him. Not only so that Nick isn't spending Christmas alone, but also so that Nick can help Peter, convince Peter's family that he's no longer single. Fine. I'll date no one, but I'll be close to my family. I'll open my plant store. I'll be a gunkle and a plant lady forever. I love the gunkle line. (laughs) (laughs) I love the gunkle line. I mean, hello, who doesn't love a gay uncle? And just even personally for me, I love plants too. I started to love plants a lot. And I was just thinking, man, he would be such a fun friend to have around.
0: (laughs) Wait, do you have one of those Chinese money plants too?
1: You know what? I actually don't have a Chinese money plant. I actually okay. kind of don't like them very much, but you know, I have all sorts of of other plants hanging around. So him talking to um, his plants and finding um, joy and kind of solace in talking to them, I can kind of relate a little bit, <laughs> but what I really, so I feel like there were just like lots of uh, foreshadowing sprinkled in. So again, not necessarily a new concept and not necessarily, um, um, uh, It didn't leave. It wasn't very surprising for me that to know that he and Nick were going to end up together. I mean, it just felt like we were being again kind of forced on that path, really. Yeah. Um. So maybe it was kind of like uh same as you in the sense that it wasn't as if that there was like this other chemistry kind of going on, but just kind of like a slow reveal. But maybe they just didn't hit that mark very well in 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 that romance department.
0: Did you have a feeling, you know, spoiler alert, in the very beginning when Nick or Peter was with that guy that he was, you know, so in love with? Did you have, a, I was like, no way, that guy's straight. <laughs> did you, uh, well, not, not to say <laughs> oh, straight but, mean- per se, but I was like, there's no way this guy, but anyways, did you have an inkling of what that, what that breakup would look like?
1: Talking about the cardiologist, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. The that all of a sudden it was
1: there. surprisingly, yeah, married with, yeah, to yeah,
0: a yeah,
1: woman. Married, married. I actually did not. I, I didn't. I, I, well, what I expected was that it was going to be something fleeting, but I didn't, I had no idea how they were going to break them up. I didn't think that that was going to be the storyline at all. That's awesome that you foreshadowed that.
0: I was just guessing because I knew we were going to do this. And so <laughs> I'm like, on, I'm thinking notes at the same time. All right. Susie. Did you have a, the most romantic scene? What was that for you?
1: The real, the most romantic scene was towards the end um, after uh, the the church play Mm -hmm. and uh when nick finally like confesses that he's loved peter and that he he's in love with peter but and because i actually kind of bought it at that point especially Mm -hmm. when peter started kind of moving away and didn't accept um nick's kiss because i was like but nick is just telling that he loves it that he loves you and everyone else told you that he loves you and that you even love him why are you not reciprocating so that actually i actually kind of felt like no, Peter. What are you doing? You should you should kiss him back. So that I felt was the most romantic romantic scene. How about you?
0: I like it a little bit earlier, and I'm gonna play it. And it's when they are taking pictures. Which you know, when I was watching that scene, I was like, hmm, these are they're really good looking guys. Like I love these. <laughs> people. But then you know, Nick or I'm I'm getting them confused. Let me pull up the name. Peter had an idea for nick for a certain pose i have an
1: idea i want to do like what now i want you to look right into the camera Mm -hmm. and on three breathe out so i can see the fog on your breath
0: Okay. Okay. okay ready
1: okay one
0: two I had to let the music go a little bit because if you mm-hmm. remember that scene the acting was so good that's why i was like i think the acting's so good because michael mm-hmm. plays peter He did a great job of selling i felt like that was the moment you know, in romantic mm-hmm. comedies they have this cute meet. i think that's what it's called right where the two main people that are going to get together mm-hmm. they meet and that since they were friends we didn't have that and so mm-hmm. i was like oh that's when he kind of in his facial expression starts to show that he's actually into this guy
1: Yeah, like when it finally clicks with him that, yeah, uh, that Nick is the one that he's always been looking for or that that's why he talks about Nick with everyone, including James, who he was supposed to have been kind of dating, if you will. He was set up by his mom to date this guy, James, and by all accounts, looked as if he was um, attracted to him as well. But every time they were together, kept talking about Nick. Yeah. (laughs) Poor, poor James. (laughs)
0: <laughs> poor james i know <laughs> another good looking guy james <laughs> when he's blowing it and he doesn't get the same reaction james unfortunately it does.
1: It, yep james sorry Uh, uh-uh, uh, it wasn't no. you buddy probably wasn't <laughs> you since the beginning
0: <laughs> now one thing i do have to say about the plot too is they kept saying that you know all straight people think that two gay men cannot, you know, it's a stereotype that two gay men, mm-hmm. they always think that they're in a relationship versus just friends. And then they end up mm-hmm. getting together. Like, why continually hit home oh. on that quote? <laughs> <laughs> like, one line in the beginning, I think when the mom says it, it be, yeah. <laughs> that's yep, fine. But why do you, over and over during the whole movie, they keep saying that just to lead up to the point that. They will eventually get you. You're
1: together. so right because I totally caught on to when um, Kathy and Jamie's character said that. and But I i completely forgot about the fact that they actually did end up fulfilling that stereotype in this movie. That's was, a like, rom com. Line. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what you get for, for the rom <laughs> com. But you know what? Going back to all of the actors that you mentioned, I totally agree about. The, the strength of all of the actors that were in this movie. I had no idea Kathy Najimy was in it. And I've mm-hmm. loved her since like sister act. Mm-hmm. So to see her play this character was awesome. She was actually my favorite character because exactly. I felt yeah. like she delivered the most genuine mothering, nurturing, like thoughtful, um, character. And also like, you know, you could tell that she was, um, just super supportive of her entire family, and like there's like this unconditional love, and the fact that she was just looking out for Peter and wanting the best for him. I just I felt like it almost felt super real, to be quite honest. Yeah. So she, I had to say, I have to say, would be my favorite character. But I'm kind of and you know, and she's like a supporting char- character. So I'm I'm sorry, I didn't get, I didn't choose one of the more main characters, but she was she was the best in in uh, in my opinion. How about you?
0: Yeah, I thought she was so good, and I you could, I love the fact that she's just reading books, and she's like, "I'm trying to learn all about this." And yeah, she's up. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs> no.
0: She was like LGPTT. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> another another uh, sign of her showing how supportive she is of of, of Peter and
0: stuff. I loved it. Well, I did. Really
1: good positive message.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think you and I both agree that they had a lot of great one liners. So, what was the most comedic scene? For you
1: okay this is gonna be uh possibly con- controversial or not surprising mm-hmm. the most comedic scene to me was when um uh Peter and James end up at Peter's sister's bar and Peter's sister is played by um Jennifer Robinson from schitt's Creek mm-hmm. like you said. So they are at her bar and all of a sudden they pan up to show the uh, band that's playing. And the band is fronted by none other than actor Dan Trinity, but his character's name is Kevin the Plow Guy, apparently. But he (laughs) is probably very recognizable from other films like Old School and The Hangover, which he plays a a very similar character, you know, on stage singing either um, uh, an existing song or, or hit and adding his own kind of like, Rock raucous, like uh, and raunchy type of lyrics and or or body movements on stage. I was just cheering for joy when I saw him because it was such a nice like surprise. I hadn't seen him in a while. So it was awesome just to kind of see him in this in his element. Um, because I've always enjoyed him in all the other movies. Um, he just brings such a fun like spin to a wedding song or whatever other performance that he has in the movie. So that was actually my favorite scene, which has probably not too much to do with uh the movie. Oh, but can I tell you about my second favorite scene? yeah <laughs> my second favorite scene uh my fe- my second favorite comedic scene was when Aunt Sandy played by Jennifer Coolidge at the end you know she, she had just finished her place she she's so elated from the uh success of her play that she walks over and she and she sees an attractive man sitting across the bar who happens to be james and assumes that he is uh, going to be attracted to her as well doesn't even realize or notice that he's sitting with peter and that he could possibly be with peter um and starts hitting on him and so when she finds out from the family that he is actually there on a date with peter this is when she says they're here together so Wrong team. And so what? I mean, people are into all sorts of things, right? <laughs> <laughs> <He said that. laughs> no shame in her game. She's no. okay. She doesn't mind that he's gay. You know, that's why she says, so what? People are into all sorts of things. I loved
0: it. And I like how Kathy, how do you say your last name? I think the name? it's Najimi. Najimi, mm-hmm. she says, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> I'll <Like, laughs> yeah. leave that in. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Well, I really yeah. loved this I like, there's a couple of liners that I love. So in the beginning, I love this when the dad is like, hey, buy your mom some wine glasses. Wine oh, glasses. Oh yeah. She broke two last night. Two? How?
1: Wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like
0: obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the, Peter's sister was started a new makeup line. And she calls it farm on my face. So I've got that clip for you. Well, you know what mom and Lisa would love what? gift sets for my new makeup line. One new makeup line. It's
1: organic. It's like all from the farm, which is what I'm calling it. Farm on my face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what?
1: All this innuendo. My goodness.
0: <laughs> yeah. <I thought> this, <laughs> I'm glad you said it.
1: I just... <laughs> of course. And, and, and let's not forget later in the movie, he actually um, talks about using that as a hashtag, I think, because yes. he was going to make over the, his nieces in the play and, and post it on social media, I think it was. Um, so I just thought, that well, that's brilliant to have that as another hashtag. That's perfect.
0: Yeah. And then along, <laughs> this is a belief that I personally have about love, that love is indeed not blind.
1: All you have to do is look at their faces. It's pure love. I you know, but why don't even they see it is the question. Love is blind. No, no. That's when you fall in love with someone who's ugly. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. And, you know, so a really big theme that stood out in my mind when I was watching this was how many um, similarities and parallels there are with the other film that we just watched, which is called Love mm-hmm. Hard. I don't know if that came out close to you too, or it came across to you too, but there were so many similarities. Like um, there is a, this person who is based in Southern California and flies home and home happens to be on the East coast, which I get, right? Like, I mean, you want to go to the snow, which Southern California of course doesn't have the snow. Then there's this concept where um, uh someone asked someone else to pretend to be their spouse or or I should say their boyfriend or girlfriend, right? Like Peter was asking Nick to like fly home with him so you can pretend to be my boyfriend. They always thought that you were my boyfriend anyway. Um, And that was similar in that other movie that we just saw. And then I could not believe this, but one of the lines is um, from uh, Peter's sister uh, who says, Peter is a 10 in New Hampshire. Right. And this is such a similar line from Love Hardware. uh, I think the girlfriend, uh, the friend of Natalie's character, the main character said, you're a a 10 in Lake Placid. Like just I almost felt like they stole some of the concepts from each other or shared it with each other. (laughs) Or maybe it's just a formula that works. Who knows?
0: You know Netflix algorithm, right? Like they're just so good about knowing what we want to watch. Maybe the writers are so good about what we want to hear too. It feels like after these couple of movies, Cindy, oh. that we can write romantic comedy. You know, it's the main character. I think
1: you're right. You need to have yep. some
0: passion, whether it's candle making, yep. like Love Hard, yep. or
1: oh you know, yes, uh huh, <laughs> or, or loving plants, exactly. Yes. And yes. then, of course, don't forget the uh, elements about online dating, as well as uh, as well as like a career in social media or media of some sort. Like those ch- check boxes, and then you've got like a formula for a Netflix rom com. <laughs> right.
0: And I love the whole, I mean, I think Britney's song, when they did it, I was like, wow, it's yeah. actually underrated. Like, I love obviously Mariah Carey's song, The yeah. Christmas Is You, but that Britney song, that scene, I thought uh, that was one of my favorite scenes in the movie, too. And I've got to
1: But what if it did work out?
0: Well, then I.
1: Really happy. I wouldn't
0: have to be single at Christmas. Ooh. Santa, can you hear me?
1: <laughs> <gasps> oh my god! Brittany,
0: our song. I wasn't even thinking that. I was just. It's just. It's- it lives in your soul. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. Let's go. Okay. Do we all remember the choreography? Well, oh, you've only made a student it ever since with So
1: cute. I think Brittany is finally getting her due respect, right? Like none more than in real life, but also now coming through in movies, like classic, 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 classic. I'm so glad that they chose her song. <laughs> yeah, me too.
0: I was like, well, this is, I forgot about this one. This is a good
1: one. I totally forgot about that one. Okay. I got a couple of pieces of trivia for you.
0: Oh, okay. I like it.
1: <laughs> okay. This right. was so interesting. I don't know why I found this to be really interesting. Barry Boswick is the actor who played the dad, Mm -hmm. Peter's dad. He grew up in San Mateo.
0: Oh, no way. Okay. We're both there. Now,
1: Mm -hmm. I don't know where he is now, obviously, but San Mateo right here in our neck of the woods. Amazing.
0: Amazing. And apparently
1: he even um, performed on stage at the Hillbarn Theater, which is a local theater in Foster City, which is right next door to San Mateo. So kind of cool. We've got like a hometown boy here. I like that. Second piece of trivia for you uh philemon who plays nick mm-hmm. is um apparently this was his first feature film so i when i looked him up on imdb he had not he doesn't have a very extensive resume and, and in fact it's actually quite a short uh resume so i don't know what his previous history has been or how he's kind of come up or how he was discovered but I think this was a big breakthrough and I thought he did a really great job. So I'm excited to kind of see what else he's got in store. Um, especially being a person of color and, and being in a, in a game movie. I think this is going to, I hope it does big things for him, but so that's one piece of trivia in terms of his career. But the second piece of trivia that I just happened upon is um, throughout this movie, he's wearing a necklace that has um, an onk on it so that's the charm that he has on his necklace so an ankh is what looks like a cross but instead of having like the bar the straight bar on the top of the cross it's it's replaced by like this teardrop shape right Uh Uh so that's a necklace that he's wearing but that apparently is his own personal necklace um i've seen i was uh, kind of doing a a little bit of research on him and it, it he has worn that in a lot of his ig posts as well as a lot of um like uh, interviews that he's done with um, other outlets, like um, that you can find on YouTube. And so either he wore this as a personal piece within the movie in, itself, or maybe it's something he kind of kept off of the movie. I'm not sure, but whatever it is, he's actually parlayed that into his personal life. So I thought that was kind of cool that there's that connection there. Kind of cool stuff.
0: That is cool stuff. Yeah. I see the necklace now. I didn't even notice it, but it is a pretty cool necklace.
1: I totally, yeah, I, I caught to that. I was like, it is so cute
0: yes he's a good yeah. actor i'm, I'm shocked I thought that this so his too. First. yeah i thought he sold he sold it pretty well
1: and you know what i didn't know that michael yuri was from ugly betty but also because i haven't actually watched ugly betty but i've heard nothing but good things about it so i actually really like him now i kind of want to go watch ugly betty just to see how he does in that
0: <laughs> oh no
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it good have you no, seen i don't it? know i'm <laughs> just saying oh okay we're doing okay. a podcast it's about
0: it. ugly betty too <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh uh, another trivia another yeah. trivia for you steve okay um kathy najini who plays peter's uh mom mm-hmm. in real life is married to dan finnerty dan finnerty like i mentioned before he's the mm-hmm. singer that was featured in this movie that uh, at the, he sang the, you know the funny songs at the bar yeah yeah so in real life they are actually a betrothed couple oh
0: wow <laughs> that is good trivia Nothing that really I could have done. I was like looking on IMDb, looking for some trivia. Could not find a thing. <laughs> this yep. is really good trivia.
1: This is what I bring to the table. Is, is this helpful <laughs> trivia?
0: <laughs> well, I've got tweets for you that I want to read that I was able to find about the the movie. I think the audience mm-hmm. tweets are always better to read, keeping it on mm-hmm. a positive vibe. So nice. I think this is Taken Shepherd, but she says, and "I'm glad she had her pronouns on there." The thing I've lived, I love. The thing I loved most about single all the way was that there was not a single homophobic character or statement, not even the yeah. background, just 100% queer love and acceptance and joy. It's effing refreshing to just get to be. I thought that was cool. I agree with that. And
1: totally
0: agree with that. Pete Buttigieg's husband, Chasten. Yeah, he put yeah. single all the way on Netflix is such a joy. So happy we're finally getting the cheesy rom-coms we deserve and need. <laughs> He has a, a gift of Jennifer Coolidge that says, it's because the gays just know how to do stuff, you know?
1: That was one of my other favorite lines. I should have uh, mentioned that, yes. I mean, and she goes on to say like, they're such survivors and for some reason they're obsessed with me. <laughs> 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 She's hilarious. Oh, hey. go Chasten! I love it.
0: Anything else you want to cover, Cindy?
1: Mm, I think we were supposed to give our own ratings, aren't we? Shouldn't we... Right provide our own personal ratings of this movie.
0: You are correct. And I would probably agree with the audience score. I'd probably be leaning towards a 75. It was cute. It was inclusive, which I really appreciated, but I felt like the acting really made up for a, just a like luster, mediocre type of script. So I thought the acting was stellar. The actors, the actresses were all super stellar. So I'd probably lean around a C plus type of range. Good background movie. Mm. In the background, just have it, just have it plain. But you know, I wouldn't sit there and try to like just only focus on the movie.
1: No, I told I would have to agree on that. I actually had gave it a 65, which is even probably like I'm surprised it's actually lower than yours. Mm. Um, but 65 just because there were a lot of parts when I rewatched it that I was actually kind of forwarding through, which yeah. kind of tells me like I'm not as interested in that it felt like filler like i love jennifer coolidge's character um but the um uh church play that they had to put on i kind of felt like they've kind of forced that upon the story um but so i gave it a 65 i I I I would
0: Hey, I wanted yeah. to fast forward through watching it. And towards the end, I had like 12 minutes left, and you were doing this. I was like, 1.5. Let's 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 finish through this. Let's get to. <laughs> Me <laughs> too.
1: I totally did 1.5. <laughs> so
0: the bar scene when they're playing the music is at 1.5, too. I was like, this is probably a good scene, <laughs> but I, I didn't really catch scene. it. I wasn't like fully engaged when I was watching. A that. great
1: highlight just because, you know, like you just recognize him from the other movies, and you're like, it's him. He's hilarious. Yeah. Such a good one. Such a good one but otherwise uh, you know i agree with you the, the 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 script was just a little lackluster
0: and i'm i'm glad i watched it because i thought it was good for for me as a straight dude to watch these type of movies anyways and so i thought it was right. it was really good for me to watch this type of movie and i'm all about inclusion, inclusion so i'm glad they were able to make this type of movie and i loved I forgot what it was, too. The Happiest Season, I think, on Hulu. That was that came out last year with Kristen Stewart. I thought that was really good, too.
1: Oh, I haven't seen that before, actually. So maybe I, I should go check that out. But yeah, I agree with you. I think it, especially because the LBGTQ community is saying that there aren't enough right. um, positive movies out there. If this is one that helps bring um, gay issues to the forefront without having to scream about any kind of homophobia, I'm all for it, too.
0: Right. And unlike happiest season, it was more of a, a coming out, like somebody did not ah. want to come out to her family. This had nothing to do with it. It was just straight, you know, rom-com, but with LGBTQ.
1: Love it. Characters. Yep. I love it.
0: I mean they did a great put job. It, put it in the background. Do it while you're put in it the in the background.
1: background. <laughs> no, totally. Watch my home hometown boy uh Barry Boswick from do San Mateo right. do his thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like having another hometown hero like uh, Barry Bosswick in. Now we can add him to, this, to the list with uh, Tom Brady. And uh, <laughs> 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 Probably most people know Tom Brady more
0: than they know Barry Bosswick, but we'll see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a tweet for you.
1: Let's do a tweet.
0: Okay, here we go. Because I think it goes into sequels. Got some ideas for a single all the way spinoff, and it is just images of James. That's it, that's the tweet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I can totally see how that would fly for some people. I actually did not find him that attractive. Not that he's supposed to be attracted to me because he's gay, but still,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I thought James was attractive, I thought Nick was pretty attractive, and I thought the first guy who had a wife was pretty attractive too. I was like, Man, these guys are man,
1: they are very like manly, and I could totally see it. Yeah, they're probably. You're probably right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That does it. That totally does it in some cases for sure.
0: All right. We'll leave it there then.
1: (laughs) Until next time. Until next time. More on a rom-com talk or love streaming? No, hot and streaming.
0: Hot and streaming. And then, you know, I always love Greta. So, Cindy, Greta has a message for your rating.
1: How dare you? (laughs) Thanks, Greta. (laughs) I think you'd agree with me on this
0: one. (laughs) (laughs) Blah, 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 (laughs) blah, blah, blah. (laughs) All right, guys, that's it. We'll catch you next time. The gays just know how to do stuff. For some reason, they are always obsessed with me.